Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. Thank you for checking us out, guys. My name is Bones, and I'm joined as always by Cat and Rob. What's going on, guys? What's up? Not much. Not shit. Not shit. Cat <laughs> uh, and Rob just got done <laughs> recording the first episode of. Um, what's that fucking. What's, that, what's it called? The Lord Humphrey Audio Entertainment Network. Why is that so difficult? Uh, Rob, I'm never going to get it. I'm just letting you know. Because it's too long. I mean, Jesus It's not that long. It's just a few words. If you say so. Uh, Yeah, they just got done recording the first episode of what Rob said, his podcast network. It's not a podcast network. It's an audio entertainment network. We also do audio (laughs) books. Oh, God. (laughs) Don't you like it when I just sign you up for things? Oh, yeah, that sounds great. (laughs) No! Uh, Which is exclusive on our Patreon that we announced last week. Uh, We got a couple of people that signed up already. Shout out to IR Chris. IR Chris got the hose, guys. The hose, huh? He got the hose. Whoa, IR Chris. If if anyone, let's be honest, if anyone was going to get the the first one to get the hose, it's going to be Chris. Yep. Makes sense. This is right. This feels right in the slash radio world. Uh, also, Nesto is part of the fucking tier two. Sock buddy. Yep. <laughs> Nesto coming in with the wood. Thank you guys for signing up and supporting us. Uh, we hope everyone else to check it out. You know, honestly, guys, no bullshit here. I was looking through a couple other because you know, I really don't look at Rob and I talked about this. I really don't listen to anybody else in any other horror pocket. I just don't. I don't want to see any of it. I don't want it to influence what we do in any way, subconsciously, whatever. So I say, you know what, man? I'm going to look at some of their Patreons. And ours looks better. That's number one. Number two, (laughs) we really are offering, like, each tier does have a lot. Yeah, there's a a good amount of perks on on the Patreon. Now, I, unlike you, I do listen to other horror movie podcasts. Mostly, I like to listen to them so I can think of ways that they would be better if I was on them. <laughs> wow. So you finally achieved the goal here is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. You, you, you've come full circle with it. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I, I don't listen to a lot of other 
movie podcasts, but I do listen to a lot of um, other horror content podcasts. And I, I will say, because I've I, I've done Patreon for some of the podcasts that I listen to, and I, I don't think I ever got like this much extra stuff. Right. Uh, usually, I I would get like an extra like sometimes the episodes would be a little bit longer and I wouldn't get them with ads. Um, early release is a, is a fairly big thing, but like we, we've got a lot of cool stuff on the Patreon. Yeah. It's the only place to get the Lord Humphrey audio entertainment network. That's true. That is true. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They, they, well guys, that, that was, I, I, I listened to it. I wasn't allowed in the studio for that one, <laughs> but uh, you guys had a, a good time with that. It was entertaining. Rob is uh you seem to have trouble grasping the whole D&D thing, Rob. All right. First of all, I don't have trouble grasping anything. All oh, right. I, I understand oh, all things. Excuse me. Uh, but um, yeah, this is a bit confusing. I, I will give you that. Would, this, would, would you say this is your tallest task ever? Without a doubt. Without a <laughs> doubt. Becoming interested in Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> seems like an insurmountable mountain in my path. Well, damn it, you're climbing. I'm trying. All right. See if I run out of oxygen somewhere on the top. (laughs) Or the way up uh, very shortly down. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, But before we we go too much further into this episode, Kat, your friend will be happy to know. Say everybody have seen my balls. They're big and salty and brown. If you ever need a quick pick me up, just stick my balls in your mouth. That the balls are back in town. Hell yeah. Oh my Those god! Smooth, clean, shaveful. <laughs> yes. You know what's funny? Uh, before we 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 tell you guys about Manscaped real quick, I was telling I, I was playing Xbox one day. This was a while ago now. I had got my Manscaped uh, products in that they had sent us, and I was telling a friend of mine in there that you know my nuts are smooth, uh, you know all that stuff, and I told him they're smooth as eggs. And his little brother was in the Xbox party. And I didn't, you know, I didn't think anything of it. And this kid's like young. He's like 10, 11. And dude, I said this and like hours later, uh, I said something, someone screwed us over in this, whatever we were playing. And I said, man, I'm going to give it to this guy. And the kid comes from out of nowhere. Mikey, are you going to give him the eggs? (laughs) I'm like, the eggs? What is he talking about? The smooth eggs. It's like, no. (laughs) Anyway, um, Guys, go to manscaped.com. You can get your kit for perfection as a man. You can get your nut shaved with the lawnmower 3.0. I, I believe they have the lawnmower 4.0 oh. on the way. That, that's the um, the scuttle button and nut trimming community now. And that's the word on the street, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And all those nut trimming forums you hang out in on the internet. Shout out to bsource.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, God damn it. Make sure you go to manscaped.com. They have everything you need. Uh, the lawnmower 3.0. They have the weed whacker, which is the uh, the electric nose hair trimmer. These names fucking get me. Uh, you can get the crop preserver, which is a ball deodorant. You keep your nuts fresh. Crop cleanser. They even have a body wash. Uh, the crop reviver, which is a, a spray for for the. I'll call it the middle of the day spray. Right. Got a ring to it, right? Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, you just get out of that meeting at work, you know, refresh your balls a little bit. 
After sitting in that chair for hours listening to people babble on about shit that could have been an email but isn't, uh, you know, so you finally get out of there and you're like, man, my balls need a little little touch up. Spritz and you're good. That's right. Or, or is someone bitching that someone fucked up a spreadsheet? Oh. God forbid. Spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> they have everything at manscaped.com. You, they, they even have cologne. I mean, I mean, they literally have from underwear to nut shaving to cologne. Oh, wow. I mean, what else do you need? Yeah, no kidding. And that's serious underwear, by the way. Yeah. I, I uh, do enjoy the Manscaped underwear. Yeah. And the skin-safe technology on the uh, on the lawnmower is uh, amazing. It's you could, you could shave your nuts in the back of a pickup truck going, going down a curvy gravel country road and be just fine. <laughs> we do not advise that. No! We do not advise that at all whatsoever. But it has nothing to do with safety, just <laughs> uh, for the consideration of whoever is driving the pickup truck. That too, yeah. Oh, God. If I owned a pickup truck and I found out some dude was shaving his nuts in the back, oh, that's a fight yeah. right then and there. What are you saying? You could. That's all I'm saying. There'd be pubes everywhere. Oh, I'd be so fucking mad. No, they, they would. It's you gotta. If you're driving, you got to go fast enough that then they'll ball up and blow out the back and, and tumble like a tumbleweed going across the field. Oh, God. Let's hope we don't got, uh, none of you guys got tumbleweeds. But if you do, go to manscaped.com. You can get rid of those tumbleweeds. And they'll right. be a thing of the past. Uh, make sure you use the Fansided20 promo code. That's Fansided20. Because if you're going to head over there, I, I mean, th this is a decision. Uh, these Manscaped ads are, yeah, I hear them a good amount. Uh, if it's something that you've just grown accustomed to hearing, you're out of your mind. You need to check them out. I, I thought the same way. I've heard Manscaped ads before we started doing them. And, you know, I was like, oh, <laughs> shaving your nuts. I get it. All these ball jokes. And I liked them for that. But once I started using their products, like, honestly, I, I've said it before. The crop preserver, the ball deodorant, every day. Like, if I don't put that on. There was one day I was rushing for work and I forgot to put it on. My nuts felt so like it, it was like I was naked. Like it felt weird. I don't like yeah. it. Oh, it's terrible. I know. Uh, yeah, no, you, it's it's the best way to take care of your underbrush, guys. That's right. That's right. So uh, if you're going to go over there, yeah, like, like we've said it before. If you're on the fence, if you're thinking about it, just go do it. Just, just, just if nothing else, get the ball deal. I'm telling you guys, this, this is just me talking to you right now. That's that's a game changer right there. Yeah. The ball deodorant's awesome. The underwear is awesome. Yeah. And the travel shed, too. If you're going to get that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a nice bag. Yeah. There's nothing worse. Like, you know, I keep my shit under the sink. You know, so it's like, you know, to, to take this out and then take that out. And where's this? Where's that? Put it all in the shed. Yep. It's right there. Yep. You got it. You don't have to worry about it. Yep. And just in case you have to flee your house in the middle of the night, you can reach in, grab it, and go. <laughs> I, I don't want to know where you'd have to go. Flee to flee your house in the middle of the night, and you need to shave your nuts. But but you, you could. know the answer to that. The bus station. Oh shit! Once you yeah. get kicked out of your friend's pickup truck, shaving <laughs> 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 your balls in the back. And yeah, once his friend comes home and finds cubes in the fucking pickup bed, <laughs> you guys act like you've never shaved your balls in the back of a pickup truck. I never have. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you, cat. I was gonna say something. But never mind. I'm not even gonna say. It. Um, yeah, so if you're going to head over there, I'm telling you guys, it's a game changer. And it'll help you with the, you got 
uh, a little drought going on in the Hey Nanny Nanny department, this will hook you up. This this if you're if you're stuck at third, two outs, and it's the bottom of the ninth, and you just need to get home, this could be. What did I mean? They got a foot deal You can get everything you need. Yep. Yep. That is true. It's I very think true. I understood what you were saying. Well, yeah. <laughs> you're stranded. You know, round of third. You know, man, never mind. I know, I know what you. Okay. <laughs> Just go to fansided. Uh, Jesus. Go to manscaped.com. Use the fansided20 promo code. You get yourself 20% off your entire order and free shipping. Can't beat that. That's good stuff. It is. It is. Yes, it is. All right. Now that we're done talking about it, I, I, I miss talking about balls and things. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Take it how you want. I don't care. It's fun. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even mind. But yeah, guys, so go check us out on patreon.com forward slash slash your radio. You can go to our website also. Uh, keep up with us on Twitter. It's on there. Uh, is it? Yeah. Okay. What do you mean? Is What? You got us kicked off Twitter. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I did. Okay, wait, what? Cat, <laughs> you didn't see that? No, I was sick during the week what what did oh, you do yeah we're we've been kicked off twitter cat. no 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 we're back on twitter we're b- oh, oh it's no. back up it's back up we got it back the same day mind you uh yeah kind of fucked up cat <laughs> I, I i got our account um i don't know if it was just locked or if it was del- like i don't know what they did but they they shut us down slash radio on twitter was shut down what because did you do? I was I didn't really do anything wrong. I was trying mm-hmm. I set the date, like the birth date you could put as your oh. profile. And I said, you know what? It would be kind of cute if I put it for the first day, like the, when our that slash radio anniversary, October 1st, when our first ever episode dropped, 2017. Apparently, and th- this is very important for anybody who doesn't have Twitter and is thinking about it. You have to be 11 or older to be on Twitter. And they don't give you the option to say, oops, I messed up. So Twitter thought he was a four-year-old. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised they didn't like send child protective services out based off of some of the things on our Twitter. Yeah, they they kicked us off. But apparently that's been resolved. Okay. If we were a child, I'll tell you what, for the things that I have Chris has sent us and said to us, he'd be in jail. Yep. (laughs) He'd be doing time right now. But yeah, uh, yeah, they they locked that motherfucker down. I sent in, you can you have to send in a form to with a a license picture and everything, mind you. Uh oh god. Yeah, to get this thing. I must have sent that form 20 times. It told me to stop. It wouldn't let me send it in. <laughs> Honestly, it we said you've already it. done this. We've we got, got your it. Previous thirty between you and Cat bugging people about uh, stuff. They're like, <laughs> "We yeah. got your license picture. You only got one shirt. Leave it alone." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man. So yeah, go check that out. My bad though. Wow, that's when I see. And you know, I sat there too, and I was like, uh, "Should I do this?" Like what? It's a little young, you know, if you're looking at age. I say, hey, you know what? If anything, it won't let me save it. And let me save it. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. nice, cool. And I went to go to notifications. Boom. Locked. I was like, oh, <laughs> no, no. 
<laughs> I hit back a million times and nothing worked. So I just, I want to know if you're a four-year-old and you've been on Twitter for like the last five years yeah. um, and you go to, that, that's just so funny. That's such a funny defense mechanism, like to have a long-standing account and then you like own up and you're like, no, I'm actually a four-year-old and Twitter know. just <laughs> is like, no, unacceptable. We've tweeted everything from puppies to dick pics on that fucking Twitter at one point or another. Shout out to Bobby Spitzer. But <laughs> all of a sudden four years later no more okay yeah uh yeah it's that was an interesting little uh little surprise earlier earlier in the week and all the the funny part is all rob had to say was what the hell man (laughs) (laughs) he said nothing to me for the rest of the day the uh killer clowns interview took off a little bit got picked up by some people uh which was nice to see um yeah i'm glad that uh, people enjoyed that the petition's doing well too. The petition's doing all right. I mean, god damn it, guys. Look, there was hold on, I'm gonna get that open right now. We have 137 signatures on this. I I, I figured let's you know, Stephen Kyoto, amazing guest last week. Go check out that episode if you haven't. We sat down with him, director of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. He had worked with critters and all this other stuff. Great. But he asked us for our help and and to let MGM know that we want this movie. And, and this is it. We, we, the last petition that we had was the save Jason hashtag, hashtag save Jason. Uh, We had Zach Nagy on Jason in the lake in, uh, in Arizona. And we were on ABC news over it. The whole big fucking shebang. 1,915 signatures. 113 for Killer Clowns? Come on, people. Which reminds Come me, on. I had to go sign the petition. <laughs> you rap bastard son of a Wow. I, I really want to make fun of that, but it was like, it was a couple of days because you, you sent me the uh, login so I could go uh, read the petition. So I had signed in from uh, the slasher radio change.org and I went and I checked it and I looked over everything like the day of and I was like this is this is great and then like two days after that I was like oh damn it I should sign it like <laughs> All right. from my account like from my change so then I, I there was a delayed reaction but I have signed it okay I can't even find I the do link. remember why do we send so many messages to one another this is ridiculous I don't know. They all make me mad at you guys. We should. <laughs> you can go to at slash your radio on Twitter. The four-year-old that's tweeting for our four-year-old <laughs> okay. social media manager. Yeah. All right. Now here's that. Here's where the guy called me the booty whisperer. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> we should release our DMs as a tier on Patreon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we'll lose subscribe. They'll plummet. Um, all right, guys. Do you want to get into the news? Speaking of that. Because yeah. we do have an interesting movie that I am super fucking excited to talk. We're back to talking movies too, by the way. Yeah, with a with a real resounding dud. Uh oh. All right, well, let's. Get I'm nervous. Me. I'm anxious. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> piss me off. It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. All right, guys. Let, let's start with that because uh, Rob had mentioned it. A big part of the news this week, like no bullshit, is. Oh, did I step on your news by mentioning that? Sorry. That's the least of the annoyance you provide all week, Rob. That, that's fine. 
Yeah, I, I have 10 sources that this thing was picked up from, just from what I could find. Comicbook.com, MovieWeb.com, Bloody Disgusting, Joe Blow, Dread Central, HorrorNews.net, all this bullshit. Uh, we got this covered. Everybody was talking about this, and I, I think it's it's a valid uh, thing because Stephen Kyoto had, uh, he did interviews before. Uh, last I seen was about a year ago, updating people on this process, but things were looking positive. And, you know, as he kind of uncovered with us, not so much. Yeah. All right. So there, I signed the petition and I retweeted it. Too. Oh, wow. Look at you. Okay. I know. Jeez. Are you, are you exhausted now? A little bit. It takes a lot out of you. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Rob's going to take off the rest of the show. Yeah, I might. I might. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was weird to see the interview pick up so much attention and everything never know what's going to take off i guess i'm not gonna lie I, there, there was a part of my brain um that was there was a part of my fever brain this week where i was uh scrolling through and i saw that uh bloody disgusting was talking about steven kyoto and i was like did bloody disgusting copy us and then i realized like they were talking about us and it's like oh good job team yeah. <laughs> all quit being mad <laughs> Although I've had I have had my battles with bloody disgusting before, so. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. Yeah, they were. Assholes. You've had your battles with everyone. I know. I don't know why you can't just get along with people, Mikey. It's their fault. Go along to get along, my friend. We <laughs> interviewed John K. Sear, who mm-hmm. who gave an update on the status of the Tales of the Crip reboot at, at the time, and all bloody disgusting wrote about, and 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 you know they credited us and everything. All they fucking mentioned in this article was John K. Sear says that Steve Buscemi would make a good Crypt Keeper. <laughs> the literal report was it. It was it. Uh, okay. Steve Buscemi would make a good Crypt Keeper. I agree, but that's yeah, besides the point. Right. You know, like, this guy dropped all this knowledge, his acting career, and all this shit, and, and stood up for voice actors and the union, <laughs> and this is what you pulled from it? Yeah. Well, they did a good job with this one. They did. They did. They did. So thank you, everybody, for um, picking up on that. That helps us a lot. Also, uh, Dread Central posted our petition, too. So, Oh, nice. Yeah, if you're a Dread Central user, head over there and scroll down enough. You'll find that some bitch. Anyways, um, yeah, so in other news, Blumfest is upon us, guys. Uh, we got an email from Blumhouse. Uh, they sent out their little press release on it. Uh, Blumfest is coming to us on October 1st of this year. Rob, I know you're a big fest guy. I do like fests, um, and I do like Blumhouse. So uh, this sounds uh, cool. I, I think it's uh, like a thing where they preview all their upcoming releases. Mm-hmm. So, they, you know, sort of a way for them to promote everything all at once, uh, which is exciting, I guess. Um, it's not uh you know a chance to watch the movies but uh i am looking forward to anything they want to give me on halloween kills uh so i'm not crazy about virtual festivals which i i learned last year uh i stopped doing like conventions and festivals and stuff uh during lockdown and then i I, in my head i thought the virtual fests were gonna be a ton of fun because it was like all of the excitement of a festival without having to like 
dress properly, <laughs> like put on real pants and go outside and talk lying. to people. I, I, I'm not very social, so I was like, I, I thought it was going to be really good. I, I get a little bit less hyped about the virtual fest, but I am looking forward uh, to this one. There are rumors uh, that they're going to tease the black phone, uh, which we talked about last week. Oh, very excited about. <laughs> Rob, we got the blue phone. <laughs> we do. We do phone, buddy. Yeah. I like the virtual festivals. Like I was I'm kinda hoping they don't go away. Really? When everything opens it's just easier. It's you know, it's cheaper. I don't have to travel anywhere. I don't have to pay for a hotel. I don't have to do any of that. I don't have to I don't have to be around other people and I still get to watch the movies. See, it's pretty awesome. Those are all the things that I thought were gonna make them really fun, but like I I guess I just don't get I I haven't been getting as excited about them. Well, because it's less of an event, I guess. Yeah. Just a live stream. Yeah, it feels like less of an event. But um, I still, I, I like the option because it, at the end of the day, like, I, I do festivals because I want to see these movies. <laughs> and it's just so much easier to watch the movies at home than it is to, you know, go somewhere and be around people. Ugh. Who wants to do that? Yeah, I don't really miss the other people. Yeah. <laughs> a horror conventions I have never done. Um, oh, really? I, yeah, I, I the last couple of years I've been thinking about going, and then I just never did, and then everything ended. Um, and now we live in the after times. <laughs> um, but if those come back, I might still try and make it out to a horror convention because I've never been, although I don't know if I'm going to love it or hate it. You know, I feel like there's a lot of stuff from this lockdown uh maybe lots of bad work but there, there's stuff from this lockdown that we can carry over you know and i will say this working from home oh man yeah get a job you boom okay working from home <laughs> although maybe not full time but you know there's no wrong like we, they, they can leave it where we get a day a week now i'm comfy in my drawers on the couch we can do that Virtual doctor's appointments. I'm all about that. Right. Yeah. Those have, that has been great. That's amazing. And, you know, I feel that uh, as far as festivals, that should definitely be an option. And I do see what Kat means. And Rob, you were telling me to check out a festival. I just couldn't do it. And after seeing what I seen from it, I'm glad I didn't. I wouldn't have been able to get into it much like Kat. But I do see where maybe fixing Kat's problem with it would be when it does open up and you can have a live live stream option it'll look like an event yeah you know I, yeah i think if it feels more like an event i think right. also i this is it's such a dumb thing but like i really like collecting lanyards from conventions um and not having like any kind of like physical memento from a festival is yeah. it's kind of a bummer they could send me some. I mean, I don't know. They, well, I do. I know that uh, the last one that I did had, you know, a package where you could order like a shirt and a poster or something. Yeah. I didn't do that because it, it, that still seems kind of weird to me. Like, I don't want a physical memento of a festival I didn't really go to. Of an I stayed at home and watched. Yeah, it just, like... yeah, it was weird. But I, I get that. Like, yeah, if I go to one of those things, yeah, I like to, to grab something to keep as a memento, too. I will say the thing about horror conventions, I've only ever been to one and I got really a little bit overwhelmed. Um, I, my friends do a lot of anime conventions and it's always really easy for me to find stuff to do because I, I always go to like the one creepy panel that they're having. 
Mm -hmm. uh, at a horror convention, it was all creepy panels, and it like it overloaded my brain. I didn't know what to do, and it was just me, because uh, no one wanted to go with me, and I was just <laughs> like, I don't. I spent so much of my time trying to make decisions about what to do. Um, I would like to go to another one though, where I'm. <laughs> yeah, my my whole thing is I'm a like I'm always like if I go to this, I'm going to spend a billion dollars. Yeah, it's, and I don't, it's I don't have a billion dollars to spend, so I, I always kind of put them off. Yeah, that, that, that's also. I, I want to remind everybody: last year's Plum Fest had Christopher Landon, j just to name a few, and Jamie Lee Curtis. So, you know, Blumhouse. I mean, that that's the other thing with the the one you were telling me, Rob. I can't even remember the name of it, but you know it. It didn't have that star power, you know, like, like it didn't feel like an event. But, you know, you go to Blumhouse, you got Jamie Lee Curtis. And who, who knows who else is going to pop up? You know, yeah, the last, the I think the one that, that I mentioned to you guys was the Horror Hound Film Festival. Yes. Um, and it, it's really just about, I mean, they're all independent movies. Right. Um, but I like that. that like, that's the yeah. kind of festival I really want to watch because those movies, I mean, I saw some movies during that thing that, you know, I may never get a chance to see again. <laughs> You are a fan of uh, movies that have killer tires, killer pants, killer Christmas sharks. That's up your alley. Let's yeah, let's be yeah. honest. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, <sighs> moving along. This is annoying, and it pisses me off. Dead by Daylight, Crypt TV. They have a little uh, merger of sorts. I don't know exactly what to call it, but uh, Dead by Daylight released three new skins. For their killers, the Hag, the Doctor, and Huntress. Um, uh, they're based on Crypt TV. I don't know stories, characters. You know, what the hell is Crypt TV? For <laughs> Crypt TV? No. Like um, you know, like a hard uh, creepy pasta videos, stuff like that. Where do you watch this? What? Where do you watch this? YouTube. I'm sure they have their own site now too, and everything. No, I'm not going to YouTube to watch some stupid pasta thing. No, I'm, dude. The, no, this is like the high tier of that. It, this is if you're gonna watch any of them, this is the one you watch. All right, straight I'm, up. I'm not going to. Oh, well, but you're missing out, man. I'm not gonna watch any of them. I'm gonna find some shit and send it a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, please do. Please As do. Robert De Niro said, a little bit. <laughs> the doctor received the skin based on the look see. Uh, which is a character from one of their stories. The Hag is based on the Birch Witch, and <laughs> Huntress is based on Mordio. Guys, I, I've I've ranted regularly on how much I despise this fucking game, right? Constantly, yeah. like yeah. nonstop, almost. Yeah, I bitch every chance I get about this game. I fucking bought a skin. <laughs> they got me. They got me. I bought the Huntress skin. This thing is... I'm going to send you guys a picture of it. It's fucking awesome. We've gone from... You hate this game so much that you uninstalled it so you never had to play it again to now you are spending more money on it. $15. We're going the wrong... $15? Oh, wow. Yeah. It didn't even cost me that much to get Ash. I, I, I don't know. This thing is... That's more I, than I spent on, like, the original Binding of Isaac. <laughs> like, the entire game. <laughs> I don't know. On a game, keep in mind too, and on a fucking on a game that I don't even pay for. It's on uh, Game Pass. I don't even pay on for a game, game you don't even like. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I fucking hate it. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I I seem to stay. And on top of it, not only do I hate the game, I've never played Huntress ever. 
ever. Never played it. But for some reason, I'm going to start playing Huntress, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it, it, these skins, I hate the Doctor so much. The Hags of Pain the Ass. I, I don't like the game in general. But man, do these skins look fucking awesome. So. If there's one thing that Crypt TV does really well, it's it's make cool monster designs. Right. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Rob, why, why do you not like anything good? I'm not going to watch something called Crypt TV on YouTube about made up uh, monster stories for kids or whatever. Kat, I sent I... The, the skin in the group, by the way. That is, that's pretty good. That's awesome, right? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Why do you tell Cat, not me? Because you've seen it already. Oh, did I see it already? Yeah, I sent you. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw that. You laughed at me. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! I'm also laughing at you, but only for the Dead by Daylight portion. I know. Like, the skin's pretty cool. <laughs> skin's amazing. Like, and you know what's fucked up, too? Is what Killer on Dead by Daylight, anyone who plays knows. It's first person. I don't even get to see her when I'm playing. <laughs> oh, no. I, I played a few matches. Like, I played one match where I got up on top of a hill and just stood there. <laughs> like, look at me. I got this shit first day. I'm the shit. <laughs> and then they load out after I've done nothing. And they see I'm a rank 20. And they're like, oh, the hell he, how do you <laughs> But anyway. Yeah, so that that's out. Uh, sticking with Crypt TV, uh, this is going to yeah, be great. Little, yeah, this will be a little bit of a letdown since Rob's such a negative Nancy about it. Uh, Crypt TV's uh, Girl in the Woods is getting their own series on Peacock, Rob. Oh, okay. I would be really excited about that if it were not on Peacock. You don't like Peacock? And I don't know. I, I, the thing is, is that like it's got interesting stuff. I just I can't do any more streaming services. Well, you can sign up. They have a free tier. They do. Yeah. Do they? Yeah, mm -hmm. I like to call it free. <laughs> I'm sure they love that. Oh, yeah. do I have to bleep that? I think. Why? <laughs> talking about having free. <laughs> now you got to bleep that. <laughs> it is your fault. That bleep goes under your under your notch. <laughs> that one's not on me. I know Chris is keeping score somewhere. Well, so. why you're bleeping everything anyway? You can't say You can. There's very few words. Sure, what's wrong with It depends on what they're doing with it. I don't know. <laughs> Just so you guys know, the longer this episode goes, the drunker I'm going to get. <laughs> it's not going to get any better from here. So, so you have more to look forward to, ladies and gentlemen. Sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> Uh, Crypt TV, look, uh, uh, Rob, you may not appreciate it, but Cat, uh, I think, I, uh, sees where I'm coming from with this. Like, they're a starter from fucking nothing. Yeah. I, I think it's cool that they've come to this point where they're getting on a, on a very popular streaming service, and good for them. Yeah, I, I like Crypt TV. Um, I, I think they're pretty... I've spent a lot of time uh, w watching, like, horror content on YouTube, and right. it's really well produced um they've got a lot of original stuff on there i i'm proud of them i, I don't know if that's the right word but it i'm, is, I'm yeah. happy to see that they're doing stuff still and it's going well yeah you know not right, cat right or wrong rob would probably love crypt tv maybe i i could see it he didn't like channel zero which makes me a little bit skeptical 
I didn't hate Channel Zero. I just stopped watching it and never went back because I didn't love it. Yeah, well... Don't let him fool you, Cad. You only talk shit about it because Lyndon Porco was on it and did Leprechaun Returns. <laughs> oh, yeah, Leprechaun Returns. That was garbage. Uh. <sighs> All right. <laughs> <sighs> it's, it's, it's only going to get worse, you say? Oh, yeah, and I just made a real stiff one, so... Oh. <laughs> Free and uh -oh. stiff one. We're doing yeah. great. <laughs> Peacock, by the way, the new home of WWE Network, which sucks. Yeah, 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 it does. Um, oh, fuck. Okay, here we go. Oh, for God's sake. Oh. A horror court out of nowhere. Okay. Ball swinging right now. Okay. <laughs> why, guys? Why? Everyone, I, I uh -oh. need to talk to you too. Everyone listening right now, please hit me up on Twitter. Why do people keep making videos and even writing articles about Jason goes to fucking hell. Why? <laughs> they're, what they're, here's what they're trying to do. I think for some reason, there's a weird push to make this movie acceptable. Is there? Yeah. There's this weird little sub portion of the internet that has decided that they want to try to make this one the Halloween 3 of Friday the 13th because everybody hated Halloween 3 for a long time and then we all came around and realized how brilliant it is Not like me. everyone in the world accepts that it's an awesome movie Not me. everybody um, so now I feel like they're trying to give it that kind of a push but it's not going to work because it's garbage <laughs> I was looking through the news like I do every week to see what's worth talking about for this this hump in the news segment man I come across I'm bloody disgusting who I don't want to talk badly about because you know they just covered our stuff but watch rare promotional videos from VHS screeners of <laughs> oh wow I didn't even read the whole thing of Freddy's dead and Jason Ghost <laughs> oh my god Rob what the oh, fuck oh it just got better Whoa. no Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck? So wait a minute. This whole what the fuck is this guy? Oh God, Brad. Brad Mishka, who I DM with. Brad, dude, what the hell? He runs the site and he's willingly putting up content of Jason yeah. Goes to Hell Afraid. This has got to be one of those things that's been sitting in the please do folder and no <laughs> one fucking did it. <laughs> and Brad's like, God, I have to do this shit. Uh yeah, I don't know. There is a there is this weird push to make that an acceptable film, but I'm not buying it. Cat, do you agree with this? Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm surprised um, that people <laughs> are talking about it. I I know that it was in um, working on the Friday the Thirteenth series for Blood Binge. Uh, <laughs> Jason goes to hell has been in our please do folder for for <laughs> See? forever. See? Um, <laughs> And I, and I don't even really want to... I've been paid for, like, the other Friday the 13th, and I don't even really want to do it. Um, <laughs> in other words, it's going to stay in that motherfucker even longer. <laughs> Luckily, we're working on new formats. I, I get a little bit of a break before I inevitably have to go back to <laughs> Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't get it. Uh, but I am, uh, I, I liked it okay as a, I, it made me very happy as a kid. I think I've talked about this on the show before. I, I liked the little Freddy cameo at the end. Like, at, when I was a kid, it didn't take a whole lot for a horror movie to, like, 
make me happy and and that was enough at the end for me it to make the rest of the movie worth it i haven't watched it since then um, it's bad it's real bad i i've seen enough clips to know that i would be happy never seeing it again um. yeah it's it's <laughs> really really bad oh. um now, Cat doesn't want to work on it for Blood Binge, though, because they are now past part two of the Friday the 13th franchise, and she can no longer can, can uh, continue her character assassination of Crazy Ralph. Oh, man. I've been procrastinating sending in the script that I'm on because I know that they're going to, like, immediately film it. They've been waiting for about a week, and I am... You guys are going to be so mad at me. Oh, no. Which one is it? (laughs) It's, uh... We're we're working on... We're trying out shorter formats right now. We've done slashers, uh, dumbest to most brilliant, and just after... It gave me, like, bracket PTSD. (laughs) That, That should be interesting. But I don't know, guys. It's just like, this, but remakes included. There's 20 movies between these two franchises: Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. These yeah. are the two. Yeah, 20 movies. <laughs> the well, there's a whole documentary coming out about Jason Goes to Hell. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Is there? Yeah, yeah. Somebody's making oh a God. documentary about it. Who the fuck do they have 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 blackmail on that they got to do this <laughs> shit? Now, I will say this, though, as uh, much as I'm going to hate myself, I will watch the documentary on Jason Goes to Hell. It might be interesting. I don't know. Maybe we'll figure out what the fuck happened. I- I'll watch it, but only if it's on the free tier of Peacock. Free <laughs> I don't know. Why can she say Peacock? I can't say free Because Peacock is a bird and also a streaming service. You're saying free <laughs> <laughs> Which is a streaming service that I made up, sort of. Oh, did you now? Wow. <laughs> Guys, you might want to go over to Patreon now, because apparently there's a hidden service. That's the OnlyFans. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. That, every time I see it, I'm like, why? Why? Um, okay. The Oh, that was it. That was the last thing. That was it for the news? That was it for the news. We got a new now. Quiet Place Part 2 trailer. Oh, I didn't. I I saw that there was something. I saw something about a quiet place too, but I didn't watch the trailer. Um, I don't want to ruin it. Like I've already seen the one trailer. Just you know, show me the movie now. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for the movie. I'm <laughs> looking yeah. forward to it. Did you like the first one, Cat? I did. Okay. Oh, we talked about this because you got a real thing for John Krasinski. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do really like John Krasinski. Yeah. Um. I, it also I we were talking not that long ago about uh, how every now and then there is like a really good PG thirteen horror movie, mm-hmm. and I think The Quiet Place is like one of my all time favorites. Yeah. I think it was really well done. Mikey didn't like it. What? I didn't say I didn't like. It. I barely remember it to be honest. And you said you didn't like it. No, I'm up in the air with it. A rewatch could sway me either way. You watched it at home though. Yeah, that was the oh, The yeah. theater was the place to see a quiet place. I I've have heard. never been in a theater that quiet in it my life. So, <laughs> I told I, I told Mikey when I saw it, uh, like a guy in the audience coughed, and it was like a jump scare in the movie because <laughs> it was so quiet. And then this guy just kind of, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> my mom opened a, a bag of like Twizzlers or something, and it, it was the same thing. <laughs> like everyone flinched. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't have done well in that one though, Mikey, because you like to talk during movies. I don't talk during movies. <laughs> yes, you do. Really? I just know that you talk during the movies. I do not talk during the movie. No, that's not true. 
I do occasionally check my phone. Oh, come on. I have to check my phone. Oh, because you're so important, you can't miss a text. Well, I mean... What, are you going to get a dick pic from Bobby? <laughs> I might. I very well <laughs> might. Yes, that, that is actually a possibility. Yes. Uh, not thrilled about those. I just want to mention there. I was just going to ask, why do you need to see those? I, do, I don't want to, Kat. It's not my choice. It's, it randomly happens. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, I've seen, I seen some on, on The Quiet Place, too. You know, I've seen a bunch of stuff. Spiral, obviously. There was another Halloween image. Like, I've seen a lot of stuff of upcoming. I, like, I don't even look at it anymore. And I'm like, all right, enough. When's Spiral out? Is that next week? That is next week. Uh, next, This is going to be the last episode of Slasher Radio that we record before I see Spiral. Ooh. <laughs> Very excited. Yeah. Are you, are you like saying goodbye just in case like <laughs> just in case like if this causes a rift between us <laughs> oh cat might just go into like hiding somewhere who knows <laughs> for what reason we don't know i i think it's awesome that we are finally getting to just kind of kick back and talk about a movie i had the same thought until i watched the movie oh god <laughs> You guys, I'm so excited. I got to pick the uh, movie this week. <laughs> uh, and I chose something that was going to be like a fun kickback movie for me. Um, and this is exactly how I predicted everyone was going to like it. So, <laughs> well, guys, we're doing 13 Sins. If you're on our Patreon, you would know because we, we're posting those on there a little early as well. Uh, Rob, I hmm? don't know what you didn't like about this movie. I had, like I said before we recorded, I had people making fun of me for how I was reacting to this movie. Like, th this is honestly the best horror movie I've seen in a long time. Oh, my God. Amazing. <laughs> oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Uh, I'm so happy this, right now, This guys. was such a throwaway movie. What? Uh, there was nothing to this film. All right, here's what? the thing. I was with this movie until it got to the point to where he had to weekend at Bernie's the corpse to the coffee shop. <laughs> and then I was like, this is dumb. I hate it. Why am I watching this? And then it just kept going. I'll admit that that was kind of a weak spot. But it didn't get any better after that. Sure it did. The only cool thing about this movie, the only thing that I liked about it was the um, uh, motorcycle scene where the guys like like their heads got ripped off and stuff? That was awesome. Was it? Yeah. Everything else about this movie was, was just sucked. <laughs> all right, let me start here. Cat, what yeah. made you pick that? Out of all the movies in the world, what made you pick this one? Uh, well, uh, a little bit because I was looking for an excuse to rewatch it. Um, <laughs> I it was one of those things I, I used to kind of throw on sometimes, and it's it's been a long time since I've watched it. Uh, but no, I. Like I said, we were talking about this a little bit before the show. I, moving forward, am going to try to pick movies that I have a really good time with, but like I'm not going to be personally offended uh, if one or both of you hate like the movie. And Thirteen Sins, like I, I have a blast with this movie. Uh, I've seen it a handful of times. It, I laugh 
almost every time that I see it. I, I was a little bit, I, I'll admit the first time I watched it, I was like, what the hell am I watching? Um, but every time since then, I've, I've laughed. I've had a good time. Um, my dad laughed a little bit too hard at it when I made him watch it. Um, but like people say, uh, for the most part, um, it's been a fun experience to share with people and uh, but like there's no way there's nothing rob can say about this movie having hated it that i'm gonna like be personally offended by um because it's just it's a fun time you know i did get a laugh out of it when um he thought he was getting a promotion and he got fired <laughs> that really made me laugh i thought what an idiot the the one that got me was when his brother uh the uh, the one that got me the one that really got my dad um <laughs> which was a little bit concerning is when the brother's trying to kill him and he's like come here with the knife <laughs> yeah <laughs> well uh, okay let, let, let's go with that though rob you didn't feel like i think this movie did a great job making me care about the story of this guy, the main I don't remember his name. I'm not big on character names. <laughs> but of the main character, I, I felt his story in that scene, man. When he got fired and he's, you know, about his brother and you know, all this, and then the, you know, just typical cor like corporate office bullshit, you know, like a, you would think some scumbag salesman would say, like, you didn't fuck somebody over to get us money, you know, and then it's like I, the moral dilemma, nothing. You didn't feel any of that. In that scene, no, I just laughed because he thought he was getting a promotion. He got fired. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, so other dummy. than other than Rob's takeaway from that scene, I will say it's like they were really good at doing mood stuff uh, mm -hmm. in Thirteen Sins because there is that cut away where it's like you know he's he's hopeful, he's got a fiance, he's got a wedding to pay for and a baby on the way, and he like goes into work feeling all hopeful. And then there is just like, there's such an instant drop in mood when it opens on the scene of him sitting in his boss's office and you know he's going to get fired. Um, and it's, it, they were good at playing with emotions and the um, emotional, the the moral dilemma there, I thought was good. It, it leads, it's a good baseline of what his character is before he gets sucked into the game right he's a do everything by the book care about everybody's feelings you know all this bullshit that was him mm -hmm. just you like know. me oh yeah <laughs> yeah they, they had the whole like they just had every aspect of this guy being as nice of a guy as possible and now he's gotta cut people's limbs off and shit it's like I, his character, he did a great. Let me look his name. He's worth looking the name up. All right. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Elliot? <laughs> Commit that to memory. Mark Weber. Yes. Elliot, Elliot uh, Brindle. Uh, Mark Weber did a phenomenal job because, you know, he started off in the movie kind of with his tail between his legs and weak and all this shit. He's got so much going on. He's about to crumble. And then at the end, He's in a fucking expensive ass, ass banquet hall, smoking a cigarette inside, not giving a fuck about life, you know, dressed nice and confident, got an attitude like I, that. He swung it around. And and something that I really liked is there's uh, I like movies. We've talked about this before, where the concept kind of makes me think where there 
there are a couple like surface things and one thing that i did really appreciate um on the rewatch of 13 again the first time i watched it i was just like what is this like this is such a weird movie uh but on the rewatch i really appreciate because there's a period of time in there like in the middle um tests like right around eight and nine in the challenge where he's you think that this has made him a better person like they've talked about that transformative stuff and he's like finding self-confidence and it's like all of these terrible acts seem to be having a positive impact on his character where he's had like a breakthrough and that's just it's such a dark message there um yeah and i it obviously it continues on to the point where he just is is kind of broken down again but it was a really interesting middle character arc they, they had a lot of shit like that, and I'll tell you another, you know, similar to that, when the brother, he was taking the brother somewhere, and uh, the brother said something about being like dad, and when dad got all his money, you know, he, he turned bad. I forget exactly how he worded it, but he, he said, you know, pretty much saying, don't get all this money because you're going to turn into this. Money's going to turn you into this. And, I mean at the end that really led the whole like dad thing on top of the greed dude they told you everything they foreshadowed it all and you didn't even know it was a fun it was a fun twist to learn that the dad had made his fortune playing the game and and the the whole um killing of their mother was also i i that was it's dumb stuff like this that makes me really happy in movies where like there are really good lines for reveals and just the whole your mother never wore a seatbelt thing because it's just like it's subtle enough where he doesn't have to outright say hey I killed your mom to be a millionaire but like uh, on the other side of it you know it's it's threatening enough that it comes through so cleanly you know and they mentioned it a few times with them they like just touched on things and you don't think anything of it at the time the, my biggest, I hated the end of this movie. The whole, a twist upon a twist to try to twist up a twist. And none of it was interesting. <sighs> I mean, it was like, have you, here's, here I think is one of my biggest problems with, with this movie. Have you guys seen the game? No. The David Fincher movie with Michael yeah. Douglas and Sean Penn? Yeah. That's like a really good version of this. Oh, come on. So I'm watching <laughs> this is this, so much more entertaining. <laughs> I'm watching this movie going, okay, so this is a dumber and poorly or just like worse shot, worse everything movie uh, version of the game. So I just wasn't, I don't know. I just couldn't get pulled in. I didn't care. Ron Perlman couldn't pull me into this movie. I love Ron Perlman. He's Hellboy for God's sake. Yeah. I, okay. I'll, I'll give it that. The I like the twist. I didn't. I don't think I which, like the, which one. I was gonna say I don't think I like the third twist. You know, the first one was good. You know, ah, the brother. And by the way, anybody new to us, we're we just like living room talk to shit. Like that's our style. Yeah. If you're worried about spoilers, I mean, the, we don't we don't step by step review the shit. So, it's thirteen sins. Don't be worried about the spoilers. It's fine. It's a good movie. <laughs> You know, I, I it's weird too because it had so many twists, but I liked some of them and I like I didn't like other ones. There wasn't a line of where I stopped liking it because there was a few that I did like and didn't like and they were all over. I mean, I, 
overall, did they get a little carried away with too many? That entendre of twist? Yeah. The majority of them were good. That's an opinion. <laughs> Rob, come on. I guess I just wasn't all that surprised by anything the movie threw at me. Um, not that I saw the twist coming or, or any of that, but it was just like, well, of course, that's what they would do. Oh, of course, that's what they would. And yes, they would follow it with that. Like, I wasn't, I don't know. It just, ugh, whole thing. Ugh. Wow. Just very, very mediocre at best, this entire movie. The acting's not very good. The it's you know the technically I guess it's competent like you know <laughs> I knew what was going on I could see things uh, but there was That's nothing the best uh, praise of a movie is I could see things yeah yeah I could see the characters and what was happening like I just I don't know there was nothing that stood out to me about this movie and I really did not enjoy the experience oh, fuck. Did you watch the right movie? <laughs> you were the one asking if you watched the right movie. Yeah, well, yeah, because it starts off with some nine thousand year old man telling dirty jokes in front of all these people, and I was like, hey, "Is this the right movie? What the fuck?" Well, that's another thing too that I think they because I wanted to ask you guys about this too. I don't doubt for a second that it's horror, but it because it, it is, but it has that kind of um, suspense mystery twist or, or feel throughout a better part of the movie than horror so uh, that's at surface too i I can go with this from so many angles that's at surface because if you really look at this thing it's super dark throughout there are so many layers there's so many (laughs) it's super dark throughout if you really look at it for what it is but that aside i'm glad they gave you that right off the bat i mean the homegirl got her finger chopped off and we had no idea why you know, for a good amount of, you know, the beginning of that movie. So it, it, they gave you that right off the bat. So, you know, okay, this is what you're going to get. It might not be this all the time, but th- this is what it is. And I like that. Um, yeah, See, I guess. you were talking about it being like very dark um, and, and definitely a horror movie. The The one thing that kept me from, I, one of my biggest reservations in, pitching this as as a return to our movies uh our movie conversations was that i almost don't consider it a horror movie (laughs) i think i think it's be like if there were i i know there's like black comedies but if there was something in between like black comedy and horror like just because it's too dark to really be a comedy at any point but it's just it's fun (laughs) it's and it's actually it's a remake of of like a proper comedy horror film but i i think this one pushes it just a little bit past the the humor to scare ratio you know like i i I would have a tough time calling 13 sins a horror comedy but it's got enough of that comedic value in there for me that it's like there are some funny lines throughout, I guess. I wouldn't call this a comedy at all. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not okay. Um. One of my favorite things about watching this movie was that it was on, uh, I, the only place you could find it was the Roku channel. Yeah. And they have commercials. 
and there was a commercial that kept playing and uh, some guy had his credit card stolen or whatever. And his wife is like, did you order three sets of lederhosen and a sword replica? And I was like, holy shit, Kat stole that guy's credit card. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Maybe that. that made me laugh. I bet it did. Rob, what, what do you, would you have a problem calling this a horror movie? No, I think it's, it's as much a horror movie as any other, you know, mediocre mid-level horror movie is. I mean, you know, we see a guy get his arm sawed off. Yeah, I mean, it had yeah. that. The bike scene was right. like very. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it you know it had touches of it more than just you know it was it was there in the very beginning. You know, as comedic, I think it was a little bit of you know the comedic's part for the for me was you know the whole dead guy he had to bring to the coffee thing. Oh God, that stupid scene! <laughs> as if that guy wouldn't stink to high hell. I think the funniest line for me is because when they're in the police station and they're talking to like the sketch artists and everything, and that they're describing what the like fourth or fifth challenge was uh, at the police station, and he he goes up uh, to scam the homeless person with the ostrich, and it's like where, where he offers to uh, what was it? Oh, it yeah. He'll trade clothes uh, for an ostrich and. And then when that doesn't work, he says he'll also give him a thousand dollars. And the guy's like, he believed that, and he's like, well, why not? The man had an ostrich. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> was like, I did laugh at that. Yeah, that was fun. <clears throat> there are just there are a lot of like little one-off lines in the movie that I found very funny. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the dad had a funny line too about how he built his fortune and it took years of time of self-destruction and bad choices to piss it all away or whatever i thought that was funny yeah how the hell did he go from six what did he get six million or something like, what the hell yeah I don't know. crazy but you know I, I i think another a weak part too i don't want to call it you know weak weak but i, I don't like that like are, are we forced to interpret this as like a um a family thing now you know what i mean because you know, like it followed their family or something like that. Like, I think that would have been kind of weak. Yeah, it was presented as like it was this sort of random thing at the beginning, right. but then yeah, it seemed to be all. It seemed to be following the family. Well, there was a like when the guy, when the crazy Ralph of Thirteen Cents. I don't remember <laughs> what his name was. I like that <laughs> actor, by the way. I don't know his name, but he he shows up in a lot of stuff. I like him. Yeah, he's when he's got like all of his uh, cork board conspiracy theory stuff out. There is a thing where it says like in uh, with a question mark, like follows families. And that's kind of all the explanation that you get for uh, that. I didn't read that. There's there's there were just a couple things in there that were very confusing because there was like follows families question mark. And the other one was like started in Rome. And I was like, <laughs> what <laughs> was so- it? The um, the thing that I kept wondering is how far would you guys make it through the challenges? Oh, because I'm out <laughs> at eating the fly. Like I'd have oh, been I like, nope. the shit out of that fly. No, I was like, nope, I am done. Nope, no. that is disgusting. I am. I'm just like the fiance in this movie. I'm like, no, I ain't <laughs> no damn fly, you idiot. No, I'm I'm eating the fly. No question, am I eating the fly? <laughs> but you know that that's another thing I wanted to mention too. Like, 
I feel like this was super dark when you think about it. And, you know, I, I say dark and then I'm going to say this. I think about the same thing for Impractical Jokers. You guys watch that? No. No idea what I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Oh my god. Cat- I've seen bits and pieces. Was it like candid camera or something? Uh very loosely. It's uh it's like a yeah, it's a hidden camera, you know, they go do pranks on people and mm. I don't know. It it just takes balls to do some of the shit that they do. Like eat a eat off of someone's plate at a restaurant. Like it sounds so simple. Dude, that takes a pair of balls to actually go and do. Why do people do that? <laughs> it's a challenge. That's like they're, you know, they, they have to make each other not do something. Do they get money? They don't get punished at the end of the episode. I don't know. All right. I don't understand. This is just confusing <laughs> me as Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Well, I'm sorry for the analogy. But my point is that it takes balls to do some of the shit. And when you That's... really put yourself, like, it's funny to watch and like, oh, look, they did that. But if you put yourself in that position of having to do that and interact with people around you and like all this shit, like, dude, he he had to get down there with a dead dude and then order this coffee and make him seem like he's not, you know, uh, carrying around a dead dude. Mm-hmm. Much. Yeah, yeah, Weekend at Bernie's. They made a whole movie about it. <laughs> dude, actually, there's a sequel, too. It's awful that it's... <laughs> then the cops came in. Um... As for how far I'd make it in the challenge, I'm pretty sure the one that would get me, I I don't think I can make a child cry. I think just knowing myself, I would make the decision immediately because the five minute time limit is where I would tap out because it would be like, I'd be like, I can make a child cry. Like, it'll be worth it. I I could pay the child's family when I'm, uh, you know, when I have six million dollars, like it's all going to be fine. And then I wouldn't have a plan on how to do it and i i would <laughs> like i'd spend my five minutes would pass uh with me trying to like figure out how to justify like how to make the child cry without traumatizing the child for life he went a really weird route with that because i would just like i would have just pushed a kid over or something no i don't want his route yeah he went a really weird route with that although and i will say his fiance she was just ride or die with him wasn't she Oh yeah. <laughs> like like that, that that mom come yelling at him throwing a garbage can at their car or whatever the hell that was and she's like fuck you she wasn't taking it. She she assumed that <laughs> uh her fiance was not the crazy person in that situation which yeah. was a bold choice. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean his, she was just going along with whatever. She assumed her fiance was not a thought for crying out loud. Good luck <laughs> getting a woman you're in a bathroom slammed a door on her who knows Twice. what time at night yeah on oh, the phone yeah. and then you come out like you weren't on the phone yeah good luck with that one yeah Alone. well and that's that's another thing too i never would have made it very far in this game because i can't keep her secret worth of shit there's no way i yeah, wouldn't have been too. able to i would have had to have told somebody i'm like you're gonna believe this <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker wanted me to eat a fly <laughs> <laughs> come here you gotta hear this <laughs> I mean, I think they did a good job of building tension through these things, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's at a certain point, you're like, all right, he's going to get to the end. And then is he going to the only real thing is, is he going to complete the 13th challenge or not? That was the whole thing. Obviously, he's going to get that far. I, I will say I was surprised because there's a line in there where they say that the 13th challenge is more intimate. But like after because you can see Elliot's also getting really concerned about like what the 13th challenge is going to be after he sees 
the bikers get killed, you know, and you're like, yeah, and you're just expecting it to be, you know, like a bomb somewhere or like this just ma absolutely massive amount of death. And then it was just uh, scarier on a psychological level. And I, I kind of appreciate that they went that route with it. Well, it, it worked out well for, for him because he had the perfect family member to kill and his dad, his dad was a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know um as a matter of fact after his dad was like you know cut his own throat he should have cool. just shot him in the fucking head right then he wouldn't have died right away from cutting mm. his own throat he still could have killed him i thought the same thing yeah 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 but see i see that was a cool twist though like and, and before that you know hmm. now that it's his dad went through it okay i rolled my eyes a little bit i was like ah, oh, of course he did like all right this this is turning away from it being completely random and very, you know, almost where it could be real, like loosely in, in the movie's context. Then now it's just turning into, oh, okay, it's something like that. But then the father slit his throat and the way they did it and the blood sport. Rob, come on, man. You got to give him that. I mean, it looked cool, but. It looked great. And, and again, in concept, like it, there is, I'm not going to lie it's a very terrifying concept to be like the one percent can choose to play these games with like any person at random it could be you next like that that there was an angle there that i think would have been really scary i there are just a lot of like really sinister implications though uh, about if it does follow the family like because they had the bully they had like the kids bullies in the test and it's like how long have they been watching this family like that wasn't something that they dug up afterward that was probably like when these two were kids they were watching planning out these tests these challenges like years in advance and i i think that's also really scary if you stop to think about it well it's yeah. weird but it doesn't it doesn't lend to the it could happen to you theory because right. ain't nobody in my family rich i know that well, that's what I'm saying. Like they leaned away from it, but <laughs> yeah. Um, the bully thing was like whatever. Oh, you know, some idiot wants me to cut his arm off, and somebody else is going to pay me a robbery, that couple robbery. hundred grand, or whatever. All right, fine. You're losing a fucking arm, then, buddy. Let's do it. <laughs> and I ain't taking your ass to the hospital either. You're on your own. It, it also makes me wonder. So, my biggest problem with the movie. <laughs> uh is the guy asks the the bully asks whether or not um Elliot's ever done one of these things before and it's like what does he think he's doing <laughs> like he's right. about to have his arm amputated yeah. uh they offered the bikers like a hundred bucks as a group to speed down the road like what what did they offer the bully to have his arm amputated and what did the bully think was going on yeah right. like... 100 bucks <laughs> 100 bucks will cut your arm off i don't know stupid movie it's, that was my biggest problem was like wait a minute hold on but it, it buys into that whole thing and, and this is one thing about movies I, I don't like when movies do that all-knowing thing you know like there's some entity that's just you know like a human entity that's just all knowing like they they just have cameras everywhere and so it's bullshit i can't stand it and yet you like <laughs> cabin in the woods hey <laughs> cabin in the woods not really human though i mean it's it, it got people it literally is human man cabin in the woods saying? is entertaining this movie's not yeah anyway they're not gonna go off of cabin in the woods not gonna do it 
I do it sarcat. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> come on, cat's trying to bring us all together with this movie. Yeah, Somehow. I look at you. With this, <laughs> with this movie that Rob just hated. <laughs> oh God. But I, I don't, dude. I, I cannot. Like I said, I honestly can. You're gonna be really pissed at the Portnoy. Oh, jeez. Yeah, those are coming back too. Yeah. Oh, that's I forgot about those I, shit. Yeah. Where uh, you didn't answer Rob's question though, Mikey. Oh, like, what what challenge? Yeah. Would... I'll make a kid cry. <laughs> I won't be happy about doing it, but I I could do it. To be honest, you probably just walk up to her and take her cell phone, which my kid every time she cries immediately. But <laughs> it, I, I would feel terrible. But I, for that kind of money, I would do it. But yeah, I probably would have went his route. I would have ran up to her, and been like, "Hey, your parents <laughs> just died." Like you know, something. I don't know what I would say, but something quick, shock, awe, kind of like he tried to kind of go for. Um. I don't think I'd get see that this is my problem too. I don't think I could get away with the way he did shit too. He was a pretty slick guy. Was he though? Once it came down to it. Like well, yeah. He left a dead body in a diner booth. How he got away with that was amazing. I definitely would have left that body there. But I don't know that he was I don't know that he was slick or smooth. I mean, he set a whole fucking church on fire. No, I think by yeah. the end though, he was. I, I, oh yeah. He made a lot of fumbles in the beginning, but like I I was really impressed uh that he was able to pin uh, pin the uh the, the whole ruining of the wedding reception. He was just like, "Don't worry, guys. I'll distract them so my brother can get away. Uh, yeah. And then like and then he broke out of the police station and they were like, that wasn't a test. And he's like, what? <laughs> but he he got onto that level of thinking like very, very quickly, I think. It was a it was a nice turnaround for him. <laughs> yeah, he did it. But but the ones at the beginning were so bad. Was they like, were but the average person, like, I think would also make all of those mistakes. And I don't think, I, like you said, you weren't sure that you could get away with it. Right. I, I don't think I would get better at it. I think, like, if I continued doing challenges, I'd continue stumbling my way through all of them until I was arrested. And then, you know, like, he, he got better. He improved. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. To be honest, I don't even think I'd be able to attempt the taking the body out thing because I would be so fucking scared. Like, I, I'm I'm literally dragging around a dead body. Like when he was wheeling it in that thing and he was reading the book, it, it did that look good. I could do that. But if I have to go and sit with him, yeah, no, I wouldn't. You're going to jail forever over money. <laughs> like the money would be great, but you're going to jail forever. Like, it's, it doesn't outweigh it there to me. Have you guys seen the movie Cheap Thrills? No. That's no. another movie that's a much better version of this. Uh, and it's much more grounded in reality where there's a guy who's down on his luck and he meets a buddy of his at a bar and there just happens to be a really rich guy who's there and he starts paying them to do crazy shit and it just keeps escalating. Um, no. Um, yeah, it's a really dark movie. Uh, you should check it out. It's really good. Um. So yeah, I just to me this was like I said I, I've seen cheap thrills, I've seen the game, I've seen this movie, 
and this concept done better in other films. So I was just kind of like, eh, whatever, you know, how many, how many twists are you going to pile into the last, you know, 10 minutes of this film? I just, I really like this movie. I, it found a good balance to me for like, I, I'm not going to say it's like a cinematic masterpiece. I'm not going to go to bat for it. Is it better than far. the thing? But <laughs> yeah, uh, critically, oh, yeah. no, but like it's, it's entertaining. And that's, it's just, there aren't a lot of movies that I have that with where it's just like, it's a good time. I, I have, it's, I don't take it super seriously, but it's, it's enjoyable. And I, like that. I also I had a really fun experience with this movie. Um, because I was in the car. I, I was going on a road trip with two of my friends, and neither one of them are like really big horror fans. One of them had already watched Thirteen Sins with me, and we were playing um Million Dollars Butt. And I, just as like a throwaway off comment, I, I I don't know if you guys have ever played. It's it's essentially I... Thirteen Sins. Um, <laughs> but you're it. And one of the like offhanded comments I made, because we just watched this movie, uh, my best friend and I, and I was like, you know, a uh, million dollars, but you have to eat a fly. And oh. like, immediately he was like, absolutely the fuck not. And his fiance is like, yeah, sure. And he's like, no, you don't understand. There's this horrifying movie that Kat made me watch. And he's like, is it 13 cents? I've seen it. I eat the fly. And he's like, and then they ended up getting into a fight about uh challenge 13 and i just got to like sit back with popcorn in the back seat and it was like a grand old time he was like i didn't say you would be the family member that i would kill but for six million dollars and i was like oh geez cat's yeah. a troublemaker just <laughs> throw the grenade in and walk away <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I can definitely see it. Like I said, it's not, I'm not trying to say it's absolute perfection, but you know. All right, another thing I want to ask you guys about this the whole part where this guy turns into Lester from GTA, where he can like just make charges disappear. Like, how do you think that, that worked for the, the, whole, the whole film? I thought it was I thought it was really interesting because you had you had talked about uh, you would tap out right before you have to mess with the dead body because that's something you can go to jail for. Right. The thing is, is I'm pretty like because because that's the thing is like he didn't know at that point that there was another person playing. You could tap out there. But again, there's that sinister implication where like if he had done that and his brother had kept going, all of the shit would have been pinned on him when he lost. Right. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, who knew that, you know? See, no one knew it. And and right. I think it, like, as an implication, I think it made the movie a lot more interesting to think about as as a concept. Um, In practice, you know, it, it, it does make it less grounded, you know? It, yeah. It's less believable. That, that would be, like, a whole upper-level government conspiracy and... Yeah, they just suddenly forget it's it's a little bit silly <laughs> rob what did you think about that part of it all yeah i mean i it, so these guys uh whoever's running this game has you know all this money and they're all powerful and they can do all these other things why not be able to get the charges thrown out like at some point you just suspend disbelief and go with it i mean it's stupid but it's fine that's kind of my takeaway from the whole movie if you suspend your disbelief for the movie it's a fun thought experiment and I, you know, how did they manage to make a movie 
set in New Orleans and make New Orleans look so boring. <laughs> like that never happens. New Orleans is one of the most vibrant and amazing cities in our country. And it's so beautiful. Uh, you know, when you, when you look at like the French Quarter and all the old buildings down there and stuff, and they're not a shot of any of that. I, I have like the Mardi Gras floats and in, in a warehouse and that was I, it. I watched this like a few times before I realized it took place in New Orleans. I, I probably never would have thought about that again. It, it was a very interesting choice to set it there. Um, yeah, and do nothing with it. And like, do nothing. <laughs> I got excited when it said New Orleans, Louisiana at the bottom of the screen because I love New Orleans. And, you know, I hadn't seen any of this movie yet. And so I was like, <laughs> oh, cool. It's in New Orleans. Um and then nothing. It could have just been anywhere. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I'm just going to forever be perplexed with how you didn't like this movie. I can't believe that you like it as much as you do. It's mind-boggling to me. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I think that it, it lended, um, as far as you know, this thing having magical powers to make stuff go away, uh, I liked it. I didn't hate it. I wasn't in love with it. You know, it's like, I, I guess it makes it easier because kind of like Kat said, like you're eventually just going to run into that wall. Like, like, like how, how, and it sticks out to me so much. How do you leave a dead body in a booth and a group of policemen do absolutely nothing? Just well, not that, one, walk out. That, that one cop was drinking it. whiskey and he might get in trouble and have to go to a class. He might have to fill out paperwork. <laughs> And it watch would be videos. difficult. Oh, so <sighs> that that was that was a very weak point. I'll give it that. I'll give it that. The whole movie was a weak point. God damn, Rob! Come on now. If you had to point out one thing, well, like just one, one specific thing, what what really made you hate it? Um, bigger than anything, glaring. I. <laughs> I'm not a fan of like the overall concept. I, I mean, it's interesting, but it, it was so overblown. And like I said, I've, I've seen movies where it's been much more grounded and, and much more interesting. Uh, so I didn't like that. I don't know. It, at some point it just felt stupid. Um, and that I can pin, I pinpointed the exact moment. It was that stupid a weekend at Bernie's thing where he had to take a dead guy to a coffee shop. It was like, this is dumb. Why am I watching this? Um, and yeah, so the movie turned there. Because uh, I was kind of into it at first, but then, I don't know, the movie turned there for me and it just never got any better. I don't know. I don't know what else to, to go on. Like, there's obviously no... Oh, okay. We, we got to talk about the end, 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 end. Okay. <laughs> He gets disqualified. He got yeah, disqualified. He's a fucking idiot. I understand, but to go through all that, like all the, there was a roller coaster there. Father gone, brother gone, him almost gone. What the <laughs> hell? Oh shit! The brother lost. That means he won. Yeah, he did win. What the fuck? He went through all that. <laughs> so. I go back and forth on this. I kind of ping pong because it's like, if you've already gone through that much, right? Like, why would you try and get yourself disqualified? You, you've you done the impossible. It's you've over. lost everything. Um, you, you can at least have the money. You can provide for your... But I, I, I do think it's an interesting character thing where it's like he comes uh, full circle where he's he's evolved. He's gotten more confident. He has 
what he needs to succeed in life that being bullied by his boss couldn't give him. Uh, but he doesn't have the emotional baggage of having taken the money like his father had. Like, from for a character development standpoint, I think it's interesting. I am not that good of a person, I don't think. I think if I had already lost everything, I would keep the $6 million for my wife. But <laughs> I guarantee you I could find a way to justify keeping that money and rationalize it in my head for the rest of my life and be just fine. Uh, I believe you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Going back and pissing away that money for nothing was completely stupid. Another thing I want to just mention real quick. You can just twat. keep letting me be awesome. No. That's all we, you got to do. We got the word twat 127 seconds into this movie. <laughs> so, so you can say twat, but I can't say freak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if twat should be allowed to be said. That one's kind of dirty. <laughs> Yeah, damn it. The old man can say it though. So. Uh, but look at look how everyone acted when he said it. That's yeah, true. they got really offended. I don't find twat to be that offensive of a word, and they yeah. got really, really offended by it. It's just such a dirty word. Yeah, it's a lot more serious overseas, from what I understand, because that it, they were they were in the they were in Australia, right, in the beginning. Yeah, Perth. Perth. And, yeah. Yeah, it's weird they get offended by twat. They throw around like nothing over there. Yeah. <laughs> the connotations are very different yeah. in Australia. They will let that motherfucker fly over there. You will get stabbed for that shit in the yeah. United States. Yeah, they just toss it around like hello over there. <laughs> they really do. Yeah, that, that was uh, that was interesting. That's, uh, so, okay, <laughs> twat and then finger off. This is going to be a good one. I don't know, Rob. Uh I don't know what to say to you. I think they did a great job of building tension in a lot of places. I think they had a really cool concept. And um, I, I think what they, they did, the best way to sum it up would be you, you had to have an extreme suspension of disbelief in the, in the sense of they, they kind of just took away the issues. They say, you know what, we're not going to get into the, oh, well, this... Uh, this doesn't make sense because like the dead body thing. Like, yeah, the dead body's just sitting there. Obviously, it's a big deal. Who cares? We got to get to the next thing. We're getting there and back every time. And it hurt them in a few spots, but I think overall that style didn't kill them. Did they take away the issues or did they just decide to ignore them like they didn't care? Both. Yeah. I just, <laughs> both. I don't know. Maybe, this, maybe the latter, but both. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just... I was unimpressed. Yeah. And Kat knew that going in. I did. <laughs> because she's a troublemaker. Here's the thing is I know I I don't know what it is about. I I don't know if I'm like a mediator. I'm only ever going to agree with one of you. Like we can't all agree on a movie. Whenever I pick a movie, I know one of you is going to like it and one of you is going to hate it. <laughs> yeah. Well, in reality, if we all agreed on a movie, it would be boring. It would be a boring episode. How <laughs> come you didn't have that foresight on Cubed? I, that was the one. I that was the one where I realized it was never going to happen because yeah. I thought we were all going to come together for Cube. I was stunned that you didn't like Cube, Mikey. I'm stunned you don't like this. So now it's just a matter of guessing, like which one of you is going to like it and which one <laughs> of you is going to not like it. <laughs> you guys didn't like Zodiac nearly enough for my my taste. I give it an 8.7. <laughs> Still too low. Speaking of ranking, we haven't done a Portnoy in a long while. 
And yeah. uh, not thrown back here. So let's see our movie rankings for this one. <sighs> Rob, go ahead and go first. All right. I, it's not, I, um, 4.2. Oh. I'm feeling generous. Yeah, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm, I'll take a 4.2 happily. But it's so low. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Kat, what do you think about this one? That's higher than you rated Q, but. <laughs> Well, it sure was. It sure was. Um, Rob's about to get mad at me. I, I think. Um, I'm gonna give it like a seven point eight. No, I am. I, that I is like it. Way too high for this movie. I Kat. know. I know that you were gonna say that. Here's the thing, though, is that like it, it does require very high suspension of disbelief, but it's consistent. Like it's consistent in the way that it approaches the movie, which is important for me. That's what it takes for me to have a higher suspension of disbelief. It's fun. I've seen it multiple times. I like the premise. Um, it, it could have been a lot, it, it could have been done a lot more critically well, but I've seen it enough times that it's, you know, there's there's something to it. There's nothing standout about this movie to warrant a, it's fun. a, a score that high. It's funny. It's it's funny and disturbing. I, I like it. You're better than that, cat. <laughs> And I'm a little drunk. I'm also feeling generous. Yeah, me too. I think that's why I give it a four point two. <laughs> and Kat, what'd you say? A seven point what? Point eight. Okay, yeah, I give it a point eight. Okay. Rob, you ready for mine? <laughs> Everybody's lost their fucking mind. You know what? <laughs> Hang on, I gotta get up and stretch for this one. I'm, hold on, give me a second. All right. <laughs> I'm excited to see what this is. Okay. Mm. That one felt good. All right, Rob. My Portnoy for 13 Sins, 2014, is an 8.9. Get the fuck out of here. No, it's not. Yay! That is, is not. There's is. no way that's really how much you like this dumb, that's... dumb movie. It's enjoyable. It is. This movie is a big, dumb guy movie. Wow. It's the movie version of a dumb guy. Sometimes dumb guys are good. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's okay to like the dumb guy. Yeah. Damn right. Leave me alone, Rob. It, it didn't it. overreach. Uh, it knew what it was. It went for it. And Ugh. there's something admirable about that. You guys, seriously, <laughs> you two are the worst. You know what? All right. You know, I'll do you a favor. I'll drop it 8.8. That's the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's so much better. Dead serious. That's more than double what I gave this movie. This movie is garbage. <laughs> All right. I gave it a 4.2, and I was being generous. Well, I'm uh, at 8.8. I'm being dead-ass serious, man. Uh, wow. What a – you know, Kat, he really just fucked the average of this thing up big time. I, I don't – um yeah the average is an upsetting thing for me to look at always it sucks <laughs> you got an 8.8 uh so what do you have at least 7.8 uh 7.8 yeah okay and, and rob what the hell do you have 4.2 jesus christ no it's, it's not even a seven the 6.9 I don't know why I'm trying to start drama with you, Mikey, because you're you're on my side with this one, and I appreciate it. But bringing up the average, the only movie that I've ever given a nine to on this show missed the seven point zero like slasher approved by one point because you decided that Cube wasn't worth a four. So, oh, 
You gave Cuba you nine. You and I have a <laughs> Yeah, I give Cuba nine. What I give it? Um I don't think it's a nine. It was like an eight point something though. Yeah, it's a good movie though. <sighs> well, you happy now? The it's averages are rough. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy that it's not a seven. I'm mad that it's as close as it is to a seven. Oh yeah. What what's the average on this one? I'm sorry. Six point nine three. So six point nine. I will say I'm not crazy that it's higher than Cube. Wow. But I... Unbelievable. That's unfortunate. But Rob also thinks that I ranked Cube too high, so... Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I'm going to bat for these movies. I'm not upset about your ranking a Cube. I, I mean, I, I feel like that's higher than you gave Zodiac. It is higher. I've seen Cube more than I've seen Zodiac. And if you ask me to sit down and watch one right now, it would be Cube. Because Zodiac is long and bumps Zodiac me out. Every <laughs> single time. I lo- There's something about Zodiac that cheers me up in a weird way. That is so it's scary. <laughs> it's a very comforting movie to me. I, I find a lot of comfort in it. I don't know why. See, in 13 Cents is comforting for me. It's, it's, uh, a, it's a fun time. I find this movie to be very irritating. And it's getting more so every second. Wow, I don't, I don't know how to feel. I, I, I truly think Cat. He knows how we're gonna feel about things, and he does it on purpose. There's no way. Like I don't understand how you don't like this. Movie. You're the one who does that, though. No. With like Cube, I loved Cube. You didn't like it. You no. I don't know. Honest. I you. You might be the one that does that, Rob, because there was also the platform, yeah, the which you had platform. liked up until Mikey liked it, and then yeah. it was like no. I didn't like it. I that movie did not work on a rewatch at all. And, like and Hush, you liked Hush until I was excited about it. Yeah, that was a that was another rewatch that didn't go well. Rob is such a fucking work. I swear to God, in every sense, like he, if there's a way to bust him. The, the next time Rob says that he likes a movie, he's not allowed to rewatch it before. The- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the only way we get slasher or radio approved movies. Do we, have we gotten a single one? Well, we don't even know what the, uh, the approved is. What's the approved? I thought we said seven. Yeah, oh, seven. the last time we talked about it, we had uh, talked about seven, which I had voted against. I wanted it to be six because I really wanted a cube to be approved. <laughs> well. I think it should be higher. I think it should be at least a 7.5. Because that's like, uh, here's the thing, though, is that like two thirds is a majority, but that's not going to be enough to, to approve. I'm the only one that ranks these movies high. <laughs> I'm the only one who ranks them correctly. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Hold on. Let me, let me pull out the portnoy real quick. Okay, American Werewolf in London. That was a 7.7. All right, that that works. That's a great movie. Zodiac was an eight point two. Yeah, that's a great movie. So that have been approved. The Invisible Man, that fucking suit, that's a seven point five. That one would squeeze. I think approved should be seven point six. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I really do. Come on, you liked that movie. You just didn't like the suit, but you liked the movie. Stupid fucking suit. That alone. The uh. suit makes more sense than any of the garbage that I just sat through for ninety minutes. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Uh, the fog would just miss it at 7.4. Poor Jason takes Manhattan. What the fuck? This is maybe on me because I, I'm very generous with my port noise overall. Uh, but it's it's a little bit unfortunate for me because my favorite movies are 
going to be the ones getting fucked over all the time. Because, <laughs> like, my ranking is always going to be higher than than the average. And then, you know, it, it only takes, like, one really bad ranking to take a movie. So, like, uh, the thing with, like, The Fog and American Werewolf in London, those are, like, both very average movies for me. But because I am not harsh with my port noise, like, those are both approved. Whereas The Invisible Man is only barely skating by and... <laughs> But The Fog and American Werewolf in London are absolute classics. The way you fix that, cat, is you like better movies. Damn. I, listen. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, The Thing is a classic. I like The Thing. It's not going to be a slasher radio approved movie because it only takes Mikey deciding that he hates uh, it. <laughs> Mikey's got brain damage. <laughs> or like Cabin in the Woods, my favorite movie of no all time is never going to be slasher radio approved. But I think that's fair because if that, oh. that, that takes, <laughs> and uh, not, not that specifically with Cabin in the Woods, but I, I do feel that that is fair only because if one of us is so hell bent against it, against it, you know, it, it takes a lot. Like, look what Rob just did. He was hell-bent on this thing being a piece of shit. So, unfortunately, it should not be Slash and Radio approved. Uh, but here's one that'll kick you in the tushy cat. Scream 4 Slash and Radio approved, Cube not. I it See, and that's the thing. It bothers me because, like, I... I I feel like I was very reasonable about Scream 4. I feel like you were maybe not very reasonable about Cube. <laughs> I, you know, in all honesty... That was me being real. That wasn't me being a dick. I don't scorn to be a dick. Maybe, maybe this is something I need to work on. Maybe I need to start eating some flies, uh, taking some some donations. Yeah. I feel like I'm just not scornful enough to, because like there are movies that I'm really against being slasher radio approved that I would try to be like very reasonable about the scores for. What like, the hell did Scream Four get? A seven point seven average. Oh, a hot, crazy Emma Roberts must have pushed that over the top. <laughs> My nine point one pushed it over. Oh, the but God but you know, sake. but you see, like that's not like I. I really don't think about the approval. To be honest, I forgot what the hell the approval was until about five. I don't even ago. know what it is now. Do we decide seven or seven point five? It's seven point five, cat. What do you think? I mean, I, that's that's three quarters of the way up the scale. I feel like it's. I I don't guess. think there should be a lot of slasher radio approved movies. This is like the Hall of Fame. See, here's the thing is that because I can I only like movies that one of you is going to like. I'm never going to have a favorite on <laughs> Slasher Radio Approved if it's a 7.5. I feel like a lot of the Slasher Approved Radio movies, by the way, have been my picks. That's oh, the thing because you pick like very mediocre. <laughs> oh, you pick son of a... <laughs> mediocre you, you pick like very unobjectionable movies like i i, I will say werewolf. that yeah it wasn't great. a great episode because like there wasn't a lot to talk very about and true. the fog there wasn't like it wasn't a great episode but it it because it's hard to like pick on classics because they're classics for them? a reason but like i i don't feel passionately about them i i <laughs> well i could pick on a classic if i didn't like it yeah, we did the poor Scream Four. It's a classic. Um, <laughs> but well, no, I, in all honesty, I mean, give me an ulcer. I, I try and be <laughs> fair. I do. Like that three point six cat. As much as I hate to say it, that's really what I thought about that movie. Like in all honesty, <sighs> that wasn't me being a scumbag. Like one point three. That's what I got, I got from Santa. Oh, God. Movie. 
That's why, that's Santa why, yeah. Jaws isn't slasher radio approved. That breaks that my is heart. Wow. <laughs> Santa Jaws is just a three. That's gotta stay as the lowest. I don't know. We haven't <laughs> done rubber again yet. The, and I do get worried about uh, and I'm I'm just gonna say this now. I am going to when we eventually cover hereditary, I'm going to be adamantly against it being a slasher radio approved, but I I'm not there's no way that it's going to not because like Rob's going to rank it very highly. I, I don't know how Mikey's going to feel about it. That's that's my only chance of it not being a slasher radio approved because even with as many problems as I have it, like it would be mean. It, it would be me being petty to rank it like anything below a five, even if I wanted to. Right, because it's awesome. Because it's it has things that it does well. And it's brilliant. Even though the end is really stupid, it has things that it does really well. <laughs> I can tell you what, it would take a lot. And and I feel bad, but that movie from public perception alone would take a lot for me to get that up to a 7.5. It would take a lot. You Look haven't even seen it yet, and you're already talking about how you don't like it. Are you kidding me? It's, it's got a lot to overcome, You man. guys need to go in open-minded like I always do. I did. <laughs> I sat down tonight and I thought I'm going to love this 13 sins. <laughs> I don't think you did. This is going to be the best movie I have ever seen. Hmm. Oh, it's in New Orleans. Awesome. Holy shit. It could have been in Milwaukee. Maybe that's the problem. You're getting your expectations up too high. <laughs> you gave Jason Takes Manhattan a 2.8. It's Jason. It but it's Jason. That's worth at least a three right there. It's <laughs> bad, Jason. Oh my god, that's a cool looking Jason. I like that Jason. Yeah, yeah, it's the Hank Kane Hotter. That's besides the point. See, Kane Hotter, shitty movie. Told you. <laughs> Jason Goes to Hell was also Kane Hotter twice. That's the that movie was the worst one, and it had Kane Hotter in it in two different ways. <laughs> Coincidence, I think. I'm just Come saying. On. You need to be nice to Kane Hotter. I just thought of that. That's amazing. That was amazing. The double cane hotter, double bad. That's the science that we've come up with today. Oh, no. And that is Slasher Radio Approved. All right, guys. I, I don't have anything else to say about this. I don't either. I'm I'm sorry we got down to Portnoy's at the end, because uh, we're I that's how it always goes, but... The Portnoy's are rough. Yeah, well, Rob, good job. You ruined this one. Happy. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. It, clearly. Just here to ruin things and for the free. Oh, wait. Please. I'll talk to you after the show. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, guys, go check us out on Twitter. We're at Slash Radio. Uh, well, go check out SlashRadio.com. You can check out all of our interviews, all of our episodes, all that bullshit articles. Uh, you can also go to Patreon.com forward slash Slash Radio. There is a video. Uh, the the video version of our interview with Stephen Kyoto, I, guys. You know, I think here's another on air th- on air thing. I think that like any type of video stuff like that should just come with the Patreon, right? Sure. Yeah. Like any tier, if you're supporting us, that's you know, you get that. So, and I think it was a pretty cool perspective on the whole. It, you know, it's not just him sitting on a Zoom call. Well, well, it is, but more to it than that in the video. So. Uh, if you want to check that out, the full interview too. The uh, it was chopped slightly for the episode, but that one's a little more raw. You know, you get to hear about my dad sneaking in movie theaters in the trunk. So 
<laughs> Patreon for that riveting content. And you also get uh, the uh, Lord Humphrey Entertainment. What is it? The Lord Humphrey I... Audio Entertainment Network. There you go. You get you, that. You're getting it wrong just to irritate me now. <laughs> no, I, I can't remember it. Uh, you can get all the episodes of that for the uh, if you're tier three, uh, maybe tier two. I don't know. We'll we'll talk about some things we don't know yet. This is tier ten content. Come on. I don't know about. It's that. a whole entertainment network. <laughs> yeah, you know we've recorded the first episode of Roll for Initiative: Cat Murders Rob. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and yeah, man, it's just we're we're giving as much as we can on there. In all honesty, like we really are. Like we're we're sit, we literally sit and think of things. Okay, what what else can we get for you guys? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's free to look. So go check it out and look, and you know don't just look at it before you make up your mind. Is all we're saying here. And uh, you can check me out at Mikey's Dead. You can still, still check us out at Slash Radio. The fun band. <laughs> Thankfully. Thank God. That would have sucked. Uh, Rob, where, they, where can they find you? I am on Twitter at Radio Rob123. And you can also listen to my other show, This Horror Life, wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio. Cat, what's going on? You can find me on Twitter at Cat underscore Valor, V O L. Uh, you can also check out the channel I write for on YouTube, Blood Binge. That's right. Go check them out. Apparently, we're going to get pissed off by that. So, so. <laughs> yeah. stick up for Crazy Ralph. Okay. <laughs> Alright, guys. Uh, check us out next week. Good night from Slasher Radio. All the best with Slasher Radio Podcast. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.